salutations and shit motherfuckers hi guys so welcome back to another episode of travel and shit your new favorite podcast based on the why of travel as opposed to the how of travel the how of travel is very important i totally gets it i do myself uh google a lot of how to do certain things in terms of um how to find the best flights and how to find the cheapest accommodations but i feel like what helps me decide on a lot of places is um the experiences of other people and what they were able to learn and um i guess grow from out of their experiences that is where i find myself uh parked this is my lane i fuck with the why so um i am your host d carrie and um i'm an avid traveler i honestly don't know how many um countries i've been to now so um at some point i'll update you guys with that but um i'm very happy to have you guys here with me so thank you to all my new listeners and welcome back to all of my tried and true listeners i appreciate all of you um make sure to follow me on instagram i am underscore d c a r r i e that's d carry and um make sure to check out the network that i'm on beats on film network you can um I record at the Beats on Film Network studio and um, check us out at uh, Beats on Film. So this week I'm talking about advice. One of the things I am gifted quite often um, when I say I'm going to a particular destination is advice. I get a lot of different types of advice and advice can be one of those really tricky things to navigate so um let me jump in recently i posted on the facebooks that i was torn between two different destinations and everyone that commented weighed very heavily on one destination and i got a lot of feedback if you will on the second destination so full disclosure i was torn between bali and um new where was i going new new delhi bali is in indonesia and new delhi is in india i have always wanted to go see india it is on my short list of places to go however india is huge it is huge and um you know new delhi was the cheapest flight so that's why i had chosen that region so i got a lot of india advice from a lot of different people and it took me back to an article that i had read about advice now y'all i spent hours trying to scour the internet for this article and i could not find it but it was such a good read and it was basically a i don't want to say a dissertation but it was a great read on why people give the advice they give how people don't necessarily give you good or bad advice but tainted advice a lot of people give you advice 
from a place of fear. If you are going to go to a country that is prevalent in spiders, if you will, um, someone that's afraid of spiders might say, oh my God, don't go there. They've got fucking spiders everywhere. I remember I was going to Costa Rica and my brother and I are terrified of spiders. And he was like, fucking Christ, you're going to Costa Rica? Costa Rica literally means big spiders. It doesn't. But it's just, you know, his way of saying they've got big spiders, sis. Be careful. Like, be careful. Don't go. So when I heard feedback from people that were concerned with my possible decision to go to India, it was quite dissettling. Uh, is dissettling a word? It was... I don't know if it was. It was unsettling. Um, most of the fee all of the feedback I got from India was don't go there. This happens. Don't go there. The people are like this. Don't go there. They don't have. Don't go there. This is you shouldn't because X, Y and Z. And it bothered the fuck out of me. Now. I don't have the scientific backup that I was looking for to give you um, about the people giving you advice from a place of fear. But you can all follow me on this where you've gotten advice from someone and you questioned the I don't want to say validity of the advice, but you questioned the source of, of the advice. Now, that also can arise. That questioning of the advice can arise depending on who is giving you the advice. Is this advice coming from a family member? Is the advice coming from a friend of yours, an acquaintance of yours, or is it coming from an absolute fucking stranger? Is it coming from the girl at work that you don't speak to? Is this coming from someone that's passing by at work that you don't even really have a casual relationship with, but they're just listening to your conversation because you're talking to someone that they're cool with? That kind of thing. So why is you know, the, so the source of the advice often matters as well. So for example, my grandma will always, always tell me wherever I go, I could tell her I'm going to Jersey. She's going to tell me, be careful. I could tell her I'm going to my best friend Courtney's house. Be careful. I could tell her I'm going to her house. Be careful. She's my grandma. She's a worrier, as I too am a worrier. So she is just always going to tell me to be careful. She's always concerned with me. She goes on heavy prayer more prayer warrior mode anytime I go anywhere. Especially considering I go solo. So totes get it. One, she's my grandma. She's going to forever worry about me. So when my grandma gives me advice about um I don't know about you going here, this happens, or I heard about this. Cause my grandma, she's so cute. She's very tech savvy. My grandma is in my DMs. My grandma sends me the Facebook messengers. She um, text messages me and will send pictures. She will comment on pictures. She will repost pictures. My grandma has reposted fun rate. My grandma's on it, okay? Nana is with the shits. I love my, gra I love my grandma even if she wouldn't. I love my grandpa. I love all my grandmas and my grandpas. I love my, all my family. And so when my grandma hears about a place that I'm going to, she always does her research, right? So I was washing her hair uh, this weekend 
And she was like, you know, when you said this, I looked up this and I don't know, Dana, I don't know if I want you to go here. And this is something I heard this. And it's just like, it's the cutest thing because not only does my grandma have her concerns, but now she's coming with backup, right? I love that about her. I respect that about her. And even if she didn't have backup, it's my grandma. So because it's coming from my grandma, it's one of those things where I've learned to just, I don't want to say dismiss her concerns, but it's one of those things I am always open to and willing to listen to. So I've let down my guard in terms of, I guess, getting advice uh, from my grandma, because there's one thing she always told me is that whenever I'm giving you advice or whenever I'm telling you something, just let it in one ear and possibly out the other. But at some point, something will stick. And if it makes a difference in the future, it's there for you. So even if you don't use the advice now, just hear me out. And, you know, possibly it'll be something useful for you in the future. Right. So that's the conversation that I had with my grandma years ago about advice. So that's where we are with advice, you know. So with my grandma, that's what advice is for me, you know, but when other people give me advice, I often wonder what the source or the, I guess, influence behind the, behind the advice may be now. I've gotten advice and considered whether or not someone is giving me that giving me that advice because they I'm trying to start my live y'all but y'all know I do this every week. I don't know why it doesn't just stick with me as something that I'm able to do. Up, oh, here we go. Live. Bloop. On it. So, um The advice I get from people, I often wonder why people give me the advice they give and what it's coming from. If you've been to a location and you say, hey, when I was there, my experience was X, Y and Z. I'm going to be a lot more receptive to that as opposed to don't go here because one, because you're telling me what to do. That doesn't resent that doesn't work well with me. Um, I don't like the idea of people telling me what to do because it's what they want to do. I'm always open and willing to have a discourse about something or I'm always open and willing to hear someone's concerns because I know that the um, majority of the advice I'm given is from family, from friends, is coming from a place of concern or coming from a place of love. One, everybody know I travel solo. Everyone knows that I am a woman. So there's reason for many of the people who give me advice to feel if you will, compelled to say something to me in the off chance that there's maybe something that I'm not aware of. Or I feel like there may be a reason for someone to, you know, get it off their chest because, oh, let me tell her this just so that she's aware and she can make her decisions and, you know, go 
forth and further with something. But it's like, did you go? Have you been there? Have you seen it? Have you heard any firsthand accounts as to why the advice you're giving me is sound advice? Um, somebody that I care very much about was telling me, don't go there. They shit in the street. And I'm like, okay, so I saw that movie too. That was one, it was one movie. Two, I'm certain that that happens somewhere there. But I'm also certain, I, you know, not even also certain, I can recall a time when I've seen someone fucking do it on a block I was walking down. Now, I get that the difference is that may have been a one-off kind of thing that I was seeing, but if that is the norm in that neighborhood, then I can see you being concerned with, you know, sanitation and voicing that concern. But guess what, guys? This is the gist of what this episode is about. Give advice not exactly, I don't want to say cautiously, but give advice based on your receiver. It's communication one-on-one. You have to be concerned with who the person you're talking to is. One, for all my travelers out there, for my average travelers out there, we ain't new to this. We've been to places that plenty of other people have had bad experiences in. Hell, I've lived in areas. I live in an area where people have had horrible experiences in. There are plenty of people that would say, oh, my God, don't go to Brooklyn. Whenever I say I'm going to Brooklyn, no one bats an eye. So, I mean, the whole it's not safe their argument, not a good one. There are plenty of places where it's not safe. However, the world is a vast world. Countries are vast, like areas. Towns in and of themselves are still quite vast, even though some of them may be less vast than others. So the idea that I wouldn't look into or that other travelers wouldn't look into the neighborhood that they're going to stay in and, you know, in terms of the accommodations that they're going to choose, as well as the idea that many of us would randomly just choose a how do you put it? That would randomly just choose to do things in areas that wouldn't be safe. It's kind of it. What I'm trying to impress upon you is that the way you give your your advice not only comes off. One of the articles that I did find in my search was that a lot of people that give you advice are doing so because of some kind of power struggle and that they feel like that sense of entitlement, that their opinion means more than something that you could come up with on your own or that their their opinion is held to such a high esteem that it just needs to be shared. A lot of advice is very much so unsolicited advice. Is all unsolicited advice bad? Fuck no, it's not. Is all solicited advice good advice? Fuck no, it's not. We all know this about advice. Advice is kind of like assholes. The whole thing, everybody has one thing, right? Yes, we that that's the basic shit that we've got out the way. But when it comes to advice and traveling, I really want to just reiterate, be 
aware of who it is you're giving advice to. Do I know everything? Fuck no, I don't. But when you tell me don't do this because of a story you've heard or because of a movie you've seen or because of a, um, you know, an article that you've read, what I'm hearing from you is that you don't think I have the sense to look that up. What I'm hearing from you from you is that you don't think I have the, the sense or the wherewithal or the oh shit I just had the word the um like the idea of hey Getty what's going on babe or that I don't have the um the foresight the foresight to do a little bit of research right so another thing in terms of the people that you are giving advice to be concerned with the way that advice might hit. If you tell me not to do something, it's not going to sit well. It's kind of like um, parents who are, I know Malik is coming to mind because she has noted and she's mentioned that when she parents her son, Noah, she doesn't like to tell him what not to do. She likes to tell him what excuse me what she would prefer him to do in terms of i guess you know don't run saying i would rather if you walked giving them that auton that, that autonomy of choice and you know developing healthy um what's the word healthy not fears but i guess developing healthy relationships with fear if you will like not instilling random fears in someone that's another thing since i'm mentioning parenting um one of the fucking articles that i came across that i was not looking for was um related to how parents instill their fears in their children so if you have a fear of um and then that was one of those things that actually started falling down a rabbit hole of my own train of thought was because one of the um, examples that they gave was a parent that say afraid of flying. I don't even know how you explain that to your kid. Like, I'm afraid to do this, but I need it. I need you to do it. Or I know that I'm like one of the things they said was I'm afraid of doing this, but, you know, I'm looking at ways to solve it or to work around it. Like the article was trash. But I get the point that they were making. Um, a lot of times parents will um, raise their kids with these unhealthy idea ideas of how to be successful or these unhealthy ideas of, you know, take care of number one. No, be compassionate. So a lot of advice or a lot of ways parents parent their children ends up being how um these same children develop into adults. And this becomes like that inner voice that, you know, they talk to themselves with. So yeah, kids, parenting fears. So my parents will definitely put that whole, don't do this because this, or you shouldn't do this. And I'm very easily able to dismiss my parents' advice because this is about 34 years of that shit. So I can pick and choose what all, I like, I hear it all. I hear it all, but, <gasps> What's up, Kiyosha? I missed you, boo. I got, I'm on IG Live, y'all. So I'm definitely, um, you know, listen, I'm, 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 listen, I'm paying attention to what I'm actually saying to you guys. I promise you I am. But um, I'm excited. To, I haven't spoken to her in Matt long. But um, so say that to say, 
looping back to the point, get it, loopy, Miss Loopy, looping back to the point I was making was know who you're talking to. If you're telling me not to do something, that's not going to sit well. If you're saying to me, hey, I heard this is something that happens there. Have you heard of that? I heard that this happens here. Has this been something that you've seen when looking it up? That sits so much better for me. That actually opens the dialogue for whether or not this is something that maybe I didn't think of. It's going to be received so much better. So please, if you're giving advice to travelers, consider how the advice is going to be received based on how you're giving the advice. When somebody ignores what it is that you're saying, consider that it's not that they're ignoring what you're saying, it's they're ignoring your fucking delivery. So keep that in mind. So the other thing that I wanted to mention about um, advice is when you're giving it, not only should you be concerned with what you're, how you're delivering it, be concerned with, or at least give some thought to why you're giving that advice. Are you giving the advice because it's something you wouldn't do? Are you giving the advice because it's something that you personally experienced and you would like to impart that on the next person? If that is such the case, then, you know, delve into that. Say, hey, even if it wasn't you firsthand, if you know someone that did have a firsthand experience, hey, I haven't been there, but someone that I really fuck with, as in someone whose opinion I trust or someone whose word actually means, um, something to me had x experience and i want to share that with you um okay so i'm looking at some of the comments on ig and abundant life is saying is it am i seeing abundant life yeah i think it is abundant life he's saying i completely resonate with that voice of thought i'm not receptive towards that yes that whole um just not don't tell me what to do. Suggest or raise a conversation, perhaps. Yes, but that whole don't do this because doesn't work well with me. Um, hey, Denzel. So think on why you're giving the advice, you, the, the advice why you're giving said advice. Um, is it because it's something you wouldn't want to do? Is it something that you've heard someone that you are close to having an issue with it and then express it that way? Definitely make sure that you are giving advice from a place that is actually fair. Don't just, I don't want to say don't give unsolicited advice. I want to say when you're giving advice, Take a second and do a an inventory on your reason for giving that advice. I'm certain that most of the people that give me advice aren't doing it to be malicious. I'm aware of that. However, y'all, I, I, please think about it before you say it. Um, and what I had said that I wanted to touch on before I deaded this whole advice conversation. Uh, I want to say conversation because I actually have people talking back with me now about it um, is do you feel like when you're receiving this advice and when you are rejecting advice or when you're not really, you know, when you question the advice you're given, like, do you feel like an asshole for, you know, not wanting that advice? How do you, um, 
I guess, how do you not receive it, but how do you receive your reaction to the advice that you're given, right? So I know that even though someone may care about me, that them caring about me doesn't mean that they're giving me good advice. Just because someone has had um, a negative experience someplace doesn't mean that that's going to be my experience. And I think that it's very naive to assume that because something happened once that it would happen again. The same way I feel like, for example, um, my little brother is in LA right now. LA just experienced these crazy earthquakes. What was it like a six point something on the 4th of July? And then the follow, like the Friday after or the Saturday or something, it was like a 7.2. And it wasn't necessarily in, I think, LA. I think it was in like a city outside of it, but the earthquakes were felt in LA, some shit like this, right? Now, if somebody were to advise him not to go to LA because LA has had an earthquake, LA's been having earthquakes for the history of LA. It's a thing. That's what happens there. But just because L.A. has had an earthquake, that does not mean that you should never go to L.A. and experience L.A. Just because L.A. had a recent earthquake doesn't mean that you shouldn't still go to L.A. From my experience, I didn't hear anyone suggest that he shouldn't go to L.A. But what I did hear was you should prepare yourself for how to keep yourself safe in an environment that may have certain dangers for you. Now, to me, this is great travel experience uh, advice. I heard X happens. Are you prepared to um, combat X happening to you? Are you prepared to um, prevent X from happening to you? Are you in a place where you are aware of what to do to keep yourself should X actually happen? To me, that is rational and sound advice to give. I don't like the idea of people trying to um, tell you not to go to certain countries just because they've heard of bad things happening in those countries. Plenty of terrible things happen in this country. However, people still fucking, they come here. They are definitely fucking here. The tourists are here and yet, and still we live here. People live in, I don't want to say dangerous environments because just because people live in dangerous environments doesn't mean that they would always want to live danger in dangerous environments. That is never anything that people actually really want from them for themselves. So let me, huh? How do I want to phrase that so that you understand what it is that I'm saying? Just because something bad has happened somewhere doesn't necessarily mean that it is very bad all around. There's a certain way to carry yourself. There's a certain way to, um, you know, keep yourself safe when traveling to questionable countries. Now, is that to say, because now mind you, I've had this conversation before. What did um, Denzel say? Depends on how the advice perceived my acceptance of said advice varies. 
it depends on how the advice is perceived by acceptance, my acceptance of said advice varies. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say is depending on how you perceive that person is giving you the advice is how you're going to take the advice. I feel like you're saying if the person is trying to be an asshole in what they're telling you that you're just going to dismiss it versus like when I was saying my grandma is always going to give me advice based on whether or not, you know, she's looked something up or, you know, yes, I, I definitely agree with, um, with that as well. If I, if it doesn't feel good coming from you, it's not going to, it's not going to sit right. It's not going to hit. So, um, yeah, I can definitely agree with that sentiment. I'm trying to acknowledge everybody here. So, um, what was I saying? Yeah, I have learned to not feel bad for not liking advice that I'm given. And, okay, I know what rabbit hole I almost fell down. I was mentioning that just because something bad has happened someplace doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad place. That doesn't necessarily mean that you should go to that place either. I, for example, have mentioned before that I have no desire to go to DR because of the way that they treat their Haitian um, citizens. And being a black woman, I don't know how I'm going to be perceived. I know colorism, colorism is a thing and it's really out of solidarity for Haitians that I won't go to DR just because mad of my friends are um, Haitian. I also have a lot of fucking Dominican friends. However, I don't feel like I would want to support a, um, I'm hesitant to say government because it's not like I'm going and staying at a government hotel, but I would not want to, give my tourist dollars to support a system that is um, so quick to dismiss some of its own citizens. <laughs> Fuck, I live in America. All right, so I talked about the DR in another episode, so y'all gonna have to go back to that because really trying not to fall down rabbit holes and there are so many open holes around me that I'm trying to stay focused. And look, I even have another um, outline, see? I did. But this is also a conversation that is very uh, tightly, I guess, uh, associated with feelings and emotions. So it's a little more webby, right? It's not as linear as I would like it to be. But this is good. I like a discourse that because um, feelings aren't bad. and. Also, what was the, um, it's feedback is only information. It's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong. Thank you, Nunu. Nunu gets it. Um, so information is not good or bad, right or wrong. It's just feedback. I can receive what it is you're saying to me, but at the same time, don't expect me to base my decisions on how you feel about something. Just because, say for example, Columbia, even, boom. When I went to Colombia, I had like mad at my Colombian friends like, yo, thank you so much for, you know, highlighting Colombia as the country I know it to be. I love my home country. And, you know, with all of these negative connotations and after all of these movies and these shows and it's just it's so closely related to such, you know, um, negative shit that it's nice to see somebody talking good shit about it. And I'm like, I 
had heard, you know, everyone knows about, you know, Pablo Escobar and everybody's heard about what was the, um, y- y'all know the show, um, nar- I think it's Narcos or whatever. I, I don't watch TV, so I'm not, uh, very familiar with like the storyline, if you will. However, I know that a lot of it is bad shit. And so I went there, stayed there, had a great time, had a great experience. And are there unsafe areas? Fuck yes. I'm not going there. I'm still doing tourist shit. Even though I don't like always take the very tourist path. I don't stay at hotels. I don't, um, you know, really do group trips and I don't do um large uh, uh, events and stuff like that you get what I'm saying I still pay attention to what the fuck I'm doing you know what I mean like when I the same sense I use at home is the same sense that I use when I'm abroad so treat me like I have sense treat me like I've been someplace and see something and also treat the people that you're giving advice to and not just in terms of me i'm talking about for anybody that's giving advice to other travelers and for people that are travelers that are getting advice from people don't be so quick to take everything personal make sure that you are being aware of why people are giving you some advice and where that advice may be coming from all right so like I said, I don't feel bad for dismissing people's advice. I um, feel bad when I make life choices. I feel bad when I make my decisions based on unfounded advice. I would hate to not have an experience or not go someplace because I let somebody's idea or because I let somebody's uh, feelings on something dictate how I move without doing my own research. And um, it's one thing for someone's advice to inspire you to do a certain amount of research. And that's an entirely different thing. However, be very wary of making decisions about where to go and where not to go until you've gotten firsthand experiences from people who have done it. So YouTube is a thing podcasts are a thing there are plenty of people who have gone to these questionable destinations who look like you and sound like you and i feel like that's another really important reason why um social media and platforms like this should um be tapped into when making a lot of these decisions and also you know just in a general sense not even in um deciding to go someplace or deciding not to go someplace but in a learning about other fucking places or getting alternate views and alternate opinions about places media is very sensational stories are driven based on what's going to get attention and what's going to um you know clickbaiting if Someone is going to read it. That's how we're going to post it. Right. So, of course, you're going to hear the bad things because that's what people want to, you know, that's going to generate. What do you call it? Traffic to the sites It's going to generate sales. So it's very easy to hear these sensational stories about what's gone wrong and listen, like all the story times, like uh, on if you watch YouTube videos, story time is a huge thing where um somebody will sit and t- 
tell a story about something traumatic that has happened to them, right? And people do it because not just clickbait, but it makes for great content for people to sit through and listen to and reasons for people to come to their channel and all of that kind of shit, right? I've never heard a story time or seen a story time where it was, you know, a warm, lighthearted experience. It was always something heavy or it was always something like out there and wild. And that has been the general sense of feedback I've gotten from people who haven't been to a destination. It's always been about some wild story that they heard. It's always about, you know, a very, you know, whoa, that's off the wall. It's ah, that's the shit that I hear from people as opposed to when it comes from someone who's been there and they'll tell you about the experience that they have. And if they've had like a rah, rah, rah experience, then it is what it is. Then I'm more receptive to it because one, either you look like me or you sound like me, or we have something in common as a traveler where I am more inclined to take your word as opposed to, you know, the first four Google searches that came up. The first four Google searches are all SEO. You know what I mean? It's all about clickability. So that's this episode. I would like to definitely redirect you guys to Taji Magazine, who is one of the sponsors of Travel and Shit Podcast. Uh, don't forget that Travel and Shit listeners get 20% off of new digital subscriptions. You guys can go over to T-A-J-I-M-A-G on the Instagrams, or you can go to tajimag.com. And you can subscribe to a magazine for 20% off. You're going to use code travel and shit, T-R-A-V-E-L, the letter N, and then S-H-I-T. So definitely hit up Taji. Black owned, black run with black features. Um, and by black features, I mean stories about black people, photos of black people everything about taji is black 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 don't wait for black history month to support buy and you know spread the word about black businesses definitely make this a lifestyle and um also wanted to highlight that travel and shit is the featured podcast on melanin on the map it is a new um app for travelers of color and it is basically a hub for information on travel i believe that they've got travel discounts and of course travel and shit podcast is on there and it's a really cute little stop for you guys to make to kind of consolidate anything travel that you may want to look into so all of that being said i fucks with y'all thank you for fucking with me i hope you'll continue to fuck with me and come back next week and also have a listen to some of the old episodes and continue to send your questions to me, whether you're going to DM me. Um, some of you have been um, DMing, DMing me on the, what is it? Instagrams. I've been getting back to you and um, answering you guys as best as I can. And at some point I will do another answering, you know, question episode. So, um, that's it. It was another short one and, uh, hope you enjoy it. All right, guys. Bye.